Isaiah chapter 55. Ho, everyone. Ho! <laughs> King James. Ho. Ho, everyone. Ho. In other words, pay attention. <laughs> everyone that thirsts, come to the waters. And he that has no money, come and buy and eat. Yes, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money, or why do you spend money for that which is not bread, and labor for that which does not satisfy? Hearken diligently, or listen intently to me, and eat that which is good, and let your soul delight in its fatness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoa. If you're thirsty, come to the waters. If you have no money, come and buy and eat. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. In other words, if, if you're thirsty, it doesn't matter the price. It doesn't matter if you have nothing. You come and you buy. He's talking about salvation. Yeah. But you come and you buy. If you're thirsty, you come and you buy and don't get distracted on all of the things that, the, that are enticing in the world or appealing in the world. Amen. It's nice to have nice stuff or a great position or, you know, people to say, wow, that's a good job. That's a good. Well, OK. But man, that is so limited just to this life. Yeah. If you live for that, your priorities are all messed up and you are in for some trouble in life. You're in for a stumble because people are fallible and the best of us will let you down. But God is infallible and he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will never let you down. You can always count on him. You can always rely on him. Uh, there is no problem or situation too big, too difficult, that all of a sudden you've reached the weight limit of the bridge and it's going to bust. <laughs> God is without limit. Yeah. There is no limit with him or in him. Okay? So, ho, everyone that thirsts, come to the waters. And he that has no money, come buy and eat. Yeah, come buy milk and wine without money, without price. Wherefore, or why do you spend money for that which is not bread and labor for that which does not satisfy? Some people labor their whole lives and there is no, they just can't get, how's that song? Just can't get, no, just can't, I just can't get, I just can't get, I tried and I tried and I tried. You know, I'm just mimicking really Pastor Mark because I don't really know that song from growing up, but he does <laughs> I just can't get no satisfaction. So what? So what? I went to the best schools. I got the highest degrees. I got the job I thought I always wanted. And I found out there... I'm just... Just not... <laughs> Hallelujah. So you arrive there and you find out it's not what you thought it was. My God. <laughs> it didn't actually quench the ache that you had on the inside because your ache was much deeper than your flesh or your reason. Ooh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Because there are 
so many things, well, almost everything, is more satisfying than money or power. It's satisfying to have some money. It's satisfying to have a position of power. But it's not deeply, inwardly satisfied. It is of this world. It is temporal. It is temporary. And let me tell you what. Not everyone in the world is a Christian. So as soon as you get to the apex of what you think is the top. That doesn't even make sense. As soon as you get to the top, which is the apex. On your way up and while you're there, someone is trying to knock you out of that position. Someone wants what you have. They're not actually your friend. They only want to get close to you because they want your influence or they want your position. And no Christians are like that, right? But there are things so much more satisfying than what this world offers. Behold, no, incline your ear, verse 3, and come unto me here, and your soul will live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. <laughs> Behold, you shall call a nation that you have not known, and nations they, that knew not you shall run unto you, because the Lord your God and for the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy on him. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? No matter if you take one step in the other direction or you walk or take a jet and fly thousands of miles in another direction. When you turn back to him, I love, I'm so thankful that, that God put in Jesus the prodigal. And he said, when the father sees you afar off, the story of the prodigal, I'm speaking in paraphrases, paraphrases today apparently, <laughs> that 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 point the second that you, he sees you afar off, he changes everything. He said, go get the fatted calf. I've had this prepared because I knew that they would come back. I made provision ahead of time. I'm not shocked. I've been expecting this. I'm not forcing it, but I am inviting it. I've been looking for you to come back. So I want you to get the fattened calf. We're having the party of all parties. We are prepared and we are ready. Go get a robe and go get my ring because the one who was lost has come home and has come back. The devil is a liar. And he is full of deception. 
and he will deceive you and he will lie to you and he will make this look really pretty and this is the priority and this is where you have to go and once you get to this point then everything will be fine but you get there and there is no satisfaction and you think well this isn't what I thought it was I wonder why I just need to go to a higher place and a higher position but you get to that higher place and that higher position and then you still have the same achiness and void on the inside that is not what you thought it would be because God himself is the only one that truly satisfies ho if you're thirsty <laughs> my wife likes that praise the Lord hallelujah seek the Lord while he may be fine, found call upon him while he is near Seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is near. Thank God for the protection of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, nobody is guaranteed tomorrow. We act in faith. The Lord protects us. Really, if you follow the leading of the Lord... Uh, you can be protected, but uh, nobody raise your hand. Has anybody ever not followed the leading of the Lord or been a little too busy, a little too much pressure? Well, thank God for the mercy of the Lord. But you know, every day is a gift. I'm thankful for every day. The older I get, the more thankful I am for every day. You start to know a lot of people that were very godly people that went home too early. Right? It's not a fearful thing. We trust God. But it is, it is a thing that you understand. You seek the Lord while he may be found. You know, you're talking to somebody. That could be their last day on the earth. Somebody said, how would you act if you knew Jesus was coming back next week? Well, you know... Uh, for me, there's, I don't even know, I didn't look at the statistics, but how many people will die in the next seven days and not know the Lord? Yeah. Well, for them, it's the same as if Jesus were to come next week. So if you feel like I'd be really motivated if I knew Jesus was coming <laughs> next week, for those people going to an eternity not knowing the Lord, it's like Jesus was coming next week. Right? So it's very important. Seek the Lord while he may be found. You know, and uh, they'll know that you're a believer because of your love. Mm -hmm. I find out, you know, if you just ask people, how are you doing? That's a great opportunity to tell them about Jesus because most people want to tell you how they're doing and how bad it is. Mm -hmm. You don't have to say, well, you know, Jesus, well, Jesus is this, Jesus. I say, do you, know do you know Jesus? I'll say, you know, there have been times in my life when it's been tough, challenges, but I had an, one on the inside that I could turn to, and I turned to the Lord Jesus Christ. Such peace. Didn't even make sense. How can you have that kind of peace? Because that peace is not of this world. That peace is from heaven. There is a peace that passes your natural understanding. Thank God there's a peace that passes our natural understanding. Yes. 
that you say, like, I'm not, like, striving anymore. Well, it doesn't mean that you don't work hard, but you work from a different stability. Your foundation is placed uh, in a deeper place than this world. So it doesn't mean, like, if someone here, well, whatever you feel called of the Lord to do, you ought to do it. That's the greatest thing you could possibly do. So if you're going to be the president of the United States and you feel like that's a high calling, well, then just tell us so we can be praying for you because everybody wants to attack all the presidents, current, former, and future. Okay? And so, but that's the greatest thing for you to do. But don't you dare go do it without being born again in the power of the Lord on the inside. So if you're called to be the CEO of a company, same a thing. But that's not your highest call. Your highest call is a believer and a witness. Come while you still can. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Verse 7. And let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts, and my ways, or neither my ways, your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and returns not thither or doesn't return there, but waters the earth and makes it bring forth bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. Whoo! Like the rains from heaven and the snows from heaven that come and they produce fruit. They produce bud. They produce life. So shall my words be that go forth out of my mouth. In other words, if the Lord is telling you, hey, I want you in this position. I want you over here. There is going to be such life there. Such strength there. Such satisfaction there. But sometimes, well, many times, we kind of want to do things our way, which is normally like fast, fast food. <laughs> like, like, okay, I want to do this. You know, you ever been on a trip? And you're like, oh, you know, we have the four kids, and so we'll go on a trip, and we try to always make like fresh food and pack it and do all that because you go on a long trip. Her parents live 20 hours away. My live 10 hours away, so we go on some long trips. <laughs> and so, um, driving. And so... Um, you, but man, if you don't have the food prepared or you had to leave in a hurry or you just got there and you didn't get food for the way back, then all of a sudden you get hungry and you're kind of like, don't do it, don't do it. But you're like, oh, I just want it, I want it now and I don't want to slow the trip down. And then you eat and you're like, oh, why did I do that? Fast food, yeah. Oh. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return unto me void. God is saying this. It's not like I'm saying my word coming out of my mouth will not return to me void. What power do I have to back that up, right? God said, 
so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It'll produce like that and because it will not return void. It cannot return void. But it will accomplish that which I please. And it will prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Where I sent that word, it will prosper. So look at your own life. Where have you sent the word of God? And what avenues have you spoke the word of God into your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love, if you don't know what word to speak, just go to Psalm chapter 23 and begin speaking that over your life. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so I like to say, the Lord is my shepherd, I do not want. One translation, my favorite says, the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. Everything I need. I'm fully supplied. The Lord is my shepherd. I do not want. I have everything I need. Well, you say, well, how, you, you could say that when uh, you have enough money for everything that you want. Most people couldn't raise their hand if I said, raise your hand if you have money for everything you want. <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything I need. In other words, if he is your shepherd, if he's the one that's caring for you, if he's the one that when you get a tick in life that comes and starts to suck your blood and starts to look nasty and be nasty, he's the one that comes and cares for you and takes that tick out. If you fall over because you're so full of wool and all this other stuff and you can't stand back up, he comes and he picks you up. If you start to wander off onto your own where you're great prey for wolves to come and eat you, he will leave the 99 and go get the one that was lost and bring you right back. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. If he really is, how could you want? Like he's leading me, he's guiding me. Well, you have a shepherd, sometimes you just kind of uh, go through life and ignore the shepherd. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 12, for you will go with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth before you into singing. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Perfect timing, Cliche. <laughs> Hallelujah. You'll go forth with singing. All the trees will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn, uh, you'll come up the fir tree, and instead of the briar, will come up the myrtle tree, and it will be the Lord for a name, for an everlasting sign, and it will not be cut off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As the rain come down, comes down from heaven and the snows from heaven and don't return but water the earth and make it bring forth bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall the words of God be. Amen. Jeremiah said, uh, you watch over your words to perform them. Or God told Jeremiah, I watch over my word to perform it. I'm performing my word. You can't keep 
doing the same thing and expect different results, that's the definition of insanity. <laughs> so you keep saying things contrary to the word, or you just got your mouth shut, yet you're expecting God kind of results. You're saying, oh, Lord, uh, Lord, I, I need you involved in this, and, and, you know, and uh, I want your best and all this, but you keep clinging to those natural things. You keep holding on to those natural things because they're more familiar and they're more comfortable. Man, you send the word. Hebrews chapter 4. The word of God is alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, dividing asunder soul and spirit, joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You speak the word. He watches his word to perform it. So shall his word be that goes forth out of his mouth. It shall not return unto him void. It will accomplish the thing that he sent it to. Well, if you find in the word what he sent the word to you concerning, like I am the righteousness of God in Christ, even though I don't feel like it. You don't have to feel righteous to be righteous. You are righteous. But if you cling to natural things, you'll start to smell like natural things. But the Word of God will actually sever that connection. The word of God spoken. He watches his word to perform it. So in that situation, don't just sit there and wonder like, what is going on? Why is all this happening to me? You stop and you set your anchor and you set your sail with the words of God. Because he's not watching your words or my words alone to perform them. Unless we're speaking his words that he engrafted into our heart. And then we speak those words. Jesus told Reinhard Bonnke, my words in your mouth are just as powerful as my words in my mouth. He didn't say, your words in your mouth are just as powerful as my words in my mouth. He said, my words in your mouth. Man, thank God, thank God for his, his spirit who leads us and guides us. I had quite a, uh, I don't want to go to the details, but man, I had such a physical attack yesterday. I was in tears. I was in so much pain. And I'm like, my mouth is just like, or running like, oh, this hurts so bad. This is, oh, like this, you know. And my wife's like, honey, speak the word. And I'm kind of like, but the pain was like, I was like, oh. And so I, I, I finally got, I'm like, okay. So the whole time I'm trying to stir myself and I'm looking to the inside. And all of a sudden I, I, I got it. I grabbed it. And so I began to speak the word. Oh, there's such freedom and peace in the middle of uh Uh, a very painful, actually, situation. Physically painful. That you begin to speak those words that are from Him. And it is like that. His words from His mouth accomplish His will. 
So I knew I had to speak those words. And once I spoke those words, what happened? The pain stopped getting worse because it was getting really, really, really bad. So it not only stopped the pain, but then I began, I guess you'd call it to get better, to amend. All of a sudden, I began to get some relief, more relief, more relief, just by speaking his word. Why? He's not watching over me to say, this really hurts. This is very painful. I might need to go to the emergency room. That's not what he's watching to perform. He's touched with the feelings of my infirmities, but he's not moved with the feelings of my infirmities. The flesh, it's real easy in your flesh to feel like God is all-knowing. He even knows what it feels like to be in this predicament. And because of that, he's going to take care of me. Because he's a loving God. Well, in one sense that's true, but he already did it. Yeah, right. He's not going to do something additional. Mm -hmm. It's when you act on his word that that word becomes real in your situation. Mm -hmm. It becomes touchable and vi uh, uh, visual. <laughs> you can see it. Tangible. It becomes tangible. I could have waited like years and years, and I may, maybe I waited a long time, I don't know, to come even follow the Lord to plant a church here. I could still be sitting in Michigan saying, Lord, like, where are the people you're sending us to? I could die waiting for that. But as soon as I act on what he said to me, on his word, he said, I'm watching over that. I, I'm watching to perform that. I'm going to cause that to come to pass. You acted on my word. I'm going to cause it to come to pass. Why? I believe there is so much life in his word, it's not possible that it wouldn't come to pass. Amen. When you, God, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Well, you're acting on the word, you're acting on him. He's then your foundation, he is the performer. And he will cause it to come to pass. That you, you, you look and you just, you, you see in, in awe and wonder, look what God has done. Look what the Lord has done. He's turned my captivity. He turned my mourning into dancing. My sorrow into joy. He turned my pain into rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Stand with me if you would. Hallelujah. Father. Father. We love you. And we come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for every person under the sound of my voice right now. Father, those that are here in this room, those that are watching online live, and those that will watch or hear later. Father, I pray that there wouldn't be one person under the sound of my voice that doesn't know you and has not received Jesus that goes away without knowing you, without coming into your family. 
Jesus' name. Every head bowed and every eye closed. If you're here this morning and you don't know God, you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you've never received him. Well, you can know about God. You can even pray to God. Uh, you can say lots of prayers. You can go to church every single week. None of that saves you. None of that brings you into the kingdom of God. Like Brother Higgins said, at least shows you're interested. But none of that saves you. The only way to the Father is through receiving the Son. As many as received Him, to them He gave the right to be the children of God. Hallelujah. If you'd like to receive Jesus this morning, slip up your hand. I want to pray with you and I want to pray for you. Jesus is Lord. You make Him the Lord of your life and you get real life. Life that really is. Abundant life. Life that goes beyond the here and now. Number two, if you're here this morning and you'd like to come back to the Lord. Yeah, on the outside... Looks like you never strayed. Looks like you never went away. But truth be known, deep in your heart, you haven't allowed Jesus to have the rightful place in your life. If you just want to come, you want to come back, put a kind of marker in the sand and say, you know, I am 110% for God. I want to invite you. Slip up your hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you. Hallelujah. And number three, if you're not filled with the Spirit and you'd like to be, slip up your hand. I want to pray with you. I want to pray for you. Hallelujah. 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 Anybody on any one of those three, you want to come to know the Lord, you want to be born again, Born from above, get a different daddy. Bloodline becomes pure. Free from disease, free from sickness, free from sin and the power of it. You want to come back? Make a bold declaration for the Lord. And number three, you want to be filled with the Spirit. Hallelujah. My Heavenly Father. Thank you for your patience towards us. Father, I pray there be anyone that's strayed from the path that you have set before them. Father, that you would arrest them in their spirit, that they wouldn't be able to sleep or go about life just as usual without coming back to you. Father, without yielding to you and to your plan that they would allow you to minister to them strengthen them help them hallelujah that is your passing yes hallelujah